And in the last couple of months, I had been really looking forward to two events in particular. The first of which, as a golfer, and you probably know, the Ryder Cup. I was really excited uh, about that event. It's a team event between the U.S. and Europe. And the other event that I was really looking forward to uh, was the Formula One Las Vegas Grand Prix, uh, racing up and down the Las Vegas Strip at 200 miles an hour. But the problem with both of these events, unfortunately for me, was that both took place overnight. They were both done in the wee hours of the morning. The Ryder Cup, I had to get up at 2 a.m. for two days in a row to see the U.S. get absolutely creamed. I'm still not over it. Um, and the F1 race started at midnight. I, I was on a Saturday night. I had to watch a little bit, and then I just got tired and realized I had three masses the next day. Probably wasn't a good idea for me to be staying up all night and watching a race. And, of course, the days after, I paid for it uh, in more ways than one. I was a little bit more tired than normal. But I, I was reflecting on that phenomenon. Uh, of getting up in the wee hours of the morning twice in just a span of a couple months for events that were so important that I had to watch them live. If you think about it, sporting events are about the only events you have to watch live on TV nowadays. Part of it is because you go on Twitter and it gets spoiled for you. But also, everything else, you can stream it. You can watch it on demand. You can fast forward through the commercials. Sports are about the only thing nowadays that are considered appointment viewing, the things you make time for. And I'd honestly ponder, was I placing a higher priority on watching two sporting events in the middle of the night than on more important things, like my prayer life or the work that I have here at the parish? What was my heart truly watchful for? Was it sporting events or Christ? And our Lord implores us to be watchful, in our gospel today, brothers and sisters, and I would argue that we are to be watchful. There's a threefold watchfulness that we're all called to have because there are three comings of Jesus. We often think of you know, one or two. There are actually three, I would argue. Many theologians would argue. The first arrival of Jesus is at Christmas. That's a fairly straightforward one. It's the one we're immediately preparing for in this season of Advent. The second coming of Jesus will be at the coming at the end of time. But maybe that third coming of Jesus, we are called to be watchful for God to appear in our own lives, in our own everyday affairs. You know, that, that first and second coming of Jesus, they make sense to us. They're very tangible. Uh, they're very scriptural, of course. And we, have a, we put a lot of time and energy into these first two comings of Jesus, these first two arrivals. Think of, again, for, for Christmas, the preparations that we make, whether that's in decorations, listening to Christmas music for two and a half months or so before Christmas begins, or even just the gifts that we're going out and getting for other people. And even the preparations for the second coming of Jesus. Lord knows enough people nowadays have a heightened enough vigilance about the end of time and maybe a little bit of a too much preoccupation with the apocalyptic. But I would argue that if there's a problem with these first two arrivals of Jesus, it's that you and I don't really have a say in the matter. He is coming whether we like it or not. At a time when our Lord decides we don't have any decisions to be made regarding that, it's just going to happen whether we like it or not. It's all on God's initiative rather than ours. So our job, brothers and sisters, is to prepare most, and I would argue concentrate the most, on that third coming of Jesus. Jesus coming into our hearts and into our lives in the everyday. It's the one that requires the most effort 
on our parts because it involves us giving God our time and giving God our attention. To not put it off, to not be distracted by other things, but to make time for our God and to be intentional about it. That is the everyday watchfulness that we are called to have, to be focused and attentive, ready to put other things aside for when our God is before us. And I think it's important, especially for us, to not just be watchful and alert for this third coming of Jesus, but to be watchful and alert about the right things. Because we can look at it maybe from another perspective. The evil one, of course, he's always around, he's always lurking, he's pretty watchful himself. The evil one is able to tempt us in the everyday, in extremely banal, boring, and everyday ways. Think of pride, gluttony, pornography, gossip, envy, all of these things. They're normal, they're everyday, they're the boring, banal things that the evil one is quite successful at getting all of us to fall into sin. And if we want to be able to resist those things, we need Christ in the everyday. We need Christ in those areas of our life where we are most prone to struggle. We need him there. And so it involves us being watchful and alert in the everyday, in the ordinary, where God wants to be, where he needs to be, where he can do his best work, and where we can experience the most growth. We can often lose sight of these important areas if we're only waiting for Christ to come in the apocalypse, where that's where our attention is fixed. This is where the evil one is trying to attack us, and it is where Christ needs to be. So I would say there are two things we can do in particular during this Advent season to stay watchful over our spiritual lives. Two things I would argue that are appointment-worthy and important to our commitment to a serious spiritual life. The first of which is a daily examination of conscience. It's something that's built into my own life as part of the liturgy of the hours, the prayers that priests pray every day. It's something that we do at the end of the day at night prayer. Uh, But it helps me in particular to see how has God been working in my life today? How has God been working in my life today? And where have I responded to him? And maybe also where have I fallen short? It doesn't have to be longer than a couple of minutes, but just something that we do each day to remind ourselves of where God has been and where we have been in relation to him. You can set a reminder for it on your phone at a a given time. Do it before you go to bed. And it's very simple. Thank God for the good and ask his pardon for all evil. Those two things will pretty much cover everything over the course of a day. Thank God for the good and ask for his pardon for all evil. This helps us to be more aware and alert to how God is working in the everyday and how you and I are responding to it. The second thing that we can do to stay watchful and alert this Advent is to go to the sacrament of reconciliation. I know it's something we priests harp on a lot, but it is vitally important to our spiritual health. I know for some confession might bring about feelings of anxiety or maybe a little bit of unease. And many people, for various reasons, can feel put off by it. And I'm not going to discount that. But a lot of times we can say to ourselves, I'll I'll go to confession sometime. And sometime becomes a long time. And pretty soon we've fallen away from this beautiful sacrament. So I would encourage you to pick a day. Put it on the calendar. Like I had the Ryder Cup and the F1 race on my calendar for many, many months in advance. Put it on the calendar. 
set a reminder for it, and go to confession. Carve out the time. If there are sporting events and Christmas parties on your calendar, why not confession? And it only takes maybe five minutes ago, and that's if you're a little on the chattier side, or if I'm a little bit on the chattier side as well. There is no better way, no better way for us to be spiritually on the ball than to go to the sacrament of reconciliation. So these two things, brothers and sisters, a regular examination of conscience and examine and regular confession, they keep us focused on what matters most. They make our lives revolve around God rather than the other way around. And they keep our souls attentive, watchful, and alert. So we should ask ourselves, I think, today, what are the things that I carve out time in my schedule for? Are they for trivial things? Or are they for things that are meaningful to my relationship with our God? Let us take the steps necessary to truly be watchful this Advent. And not just watchful itself, but watchful about the things that matter. So that when our Lord comes to us, he may find us prepared to meet him.